Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Ladies, I trust that you all had just a phenomenal weekend and that you are now ready to get productive for the new week. Remember, nothing is more important as the CEO of your business than to continually keep clarity and focus on the things that you want to accomplish in your business. This means that every Sunday, it's important for you to carve out some time, get in your quiet space, right? Carve out some time where you will be able to ask yourself that all-important question, what is it that I would like to see happen by Friday? Okay, And then once you answer that question, those are going to be your goals for the week. And now you need to go back and look at your activity calendar, look at all of the things you have scheduled, and make sure that they are supporting what it is that you want to accomplish for the week. It is so very important to do this. And I forget to do this too, okay? You, you, you ladies know that as your coach, I think one of the I think one of the most important attributes of a coach is for that coach to be transparent. And that's something that I try my very best to do with you as often as I can on the show. Um, You know, it's so important for you to know that I, I forget to do this sometimes too. I am not always, you know, just 100% at peak as I need to be when it comes to remembering to make sure that my activities are in alignment with what it is that I am trying to accomplish. However, I have built a really good habit that is now automated that reminds me when I didn't do it. I automatically know I didn't do it. Therefore, I go right behind myself and make sure that it is done. And so I am encouraging all of you, until this is formed as a habit within you, this is something that you automatically, you just need to go ahead and put it in your planner as a recurring activity. You need to go ahead and commit to a time on Sundays um, and, and schedule it as a recurring episode within your Google Calendar. That is just something that you need to do. And, of course, if you don't use Google Calendar, then maybe Outlook or whatever calendar you're using. Even if you're handwriting it, it should be something that you go ahead and you automate and you schedule. This is very key. I find oftentimes that it is when we have not identified what it is that we want to accomplish every week, what needs to happen, I find that that is the very time that things begin to fall through the crack and that we as CEOs, as businesswomen, we let it happen and we don't accomplish the goals that we have set out to do. And so again, this is very, very key. We've got a powerful month for you lined up this June 2022. I'm so very, very excited about it. Um, I talked somewhat about this topic that we are actually adopting as the theme all of this month. I talked about it last Monday. And so this Monday, we're really get ready, getting, getting ready to really kick full force into our theme for the month. And what theme is that? What am I talking about? Well, our theme for this month is Boss Up, taking your business to the next level. You know, you guys hear me oftentimes say so much, and I, and I use it in a very um, uh, gearing manner, but I always say it's time for us to put our big girl panties on, right? And you know what I'm talking about when I say that. It's like, okay, gear up, ladies. It's time to get serious here. Um, this is no time for us to be faltering and going back to old habits that are keeping us from what we want as successful businesswomen. This is time for us to charge. This is time for us to move forward. So very, very important. And so I ask of you to partner with me in helping you 
right? To achieve success this year, to achieve your goals, to do what you want to do and make some things happen stuff in 2022. And so with that said, we definitely are going to be talking about today as we talk about boss up, boss up, bossing up. How do you get out of your own way, right? And I know for some of us, we are more in our way than, in, than others are, right? But how do you get out of your own way? How do you begin to reckon with yourself and let yourself know that it's okay to let other people help you? It's okay to move out of the way and let somebody else take over a project that you don't have time to do. It's okay to do all of these things, right? That is what it's about. And oftentimes, as women, we have this tendency to baby the business. And for those of you that are long-time listeners, you know, I talked about that a while back, and that was a um, that was one of our show topics, are you babying your business? And to baby your business means simply that when you birth the idea of your business, sometimes it's likened to having a child. It's like you birth the idea, you hold on tight to it, you don't want to let anybody else help you with it, and yet you don't know everything there is to know, right, to be a good mom, so it is with business. You don't know everything there is to know to be the best CEO that you can be, Not not even I. There are things that I still need to learn, but you better bet as I learn, I am going to share with you. And so it's just so important at this, this pivotal point of this year. I'm not talking about any other year, right? I want us to stay focused just on this year. Listen up. We have about six and a half months left in the entire year. And we all have to get very, very serious about how we are going to generate the revenue that we desire for our business, whatever that is, right? And sometimes we don't have our minds on it enough. So, again, it's time for us all to boss up. It's time for us to not only generate the income that we desire, but it is time for us to get serious enough about it that we are going to put ourselves in check, hold ourselves accountable, and we are going to start delegating so that others can help us with this as well. And so, again, I'm so excited to be here with you today, so excited that you have dialed into the Successful Woman radio show. And, again, this is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. And, of course, I'm so excited all also, uh, that we are talking about this topic of boss up. So keep definitely keep your ears to the to your phone. Make sure that you don't click off on the screen because we've got some great information to share with you about bossing up. Also, don't forget I'm going to be coming up giving you the five new questions of leadership. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes, and then also. I'm going to be reading another excerpt for you out of the book, Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe, Devotions for Discovering Your God-Given Potential, which is so very important. And so, again, I'm going to be reading for you for you out of that. And if you haven't picked up your copy, I just want to say this. This is, if you, whether you are a Christian or you are of another faith, this book is just so inspiring. It is just such an excellent resource. If you're talking about wanting to really understand what it, what's required of you to live out um, and become the very purpose that you were meant to be, then this is a very good devotional right here. And I would encourage you to have it in your success library. Now, you do have a success library, right? A success library means that it is resources, books, audios, ebooks, materials that you have compiled that you can go back to time and time again so that they can remind you of all of the wealth of information that's available there for you to absorb and utilize uh, probably hundreds of thousands of years of wisdom combined in a lot of the materials and different things that you collect. But if you just allow them to collect dust, if you you know, if you just let the information just 
set there, then it is not going to do you any good. So speaking of that, I want to just give you guys a quick tip and share with you how I actually keep up with all of the ebooks I order, all of the information I receive and want to keep it. So the first thing I do, and I, I go back to my, my beloved Google, because you guys know I'm a Google girl through and through. I go back to Google. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into my Google Drive, and I'm actually going to set up a folder, a master folder that says Success Library. And within that Success Library, what I'm going to do is that I went ahead and I, I, I actually have categorized folders based on topics. So here's some folders based on the topics of wealth, you know, a folder based on the topic of time management. I have a folder based on the topic of uh, productivity, organization, you know, and it goes on and on. You know, um, I have a folder, uh, Christian-based topics uh, on success. I have different folders within my success library, right, which is so very, very important. And now because I buy most of my books using my Amazon Kindle, um, I even have a folder in a, a subfolder entitled Kindle, in which I kind of categorize uh, and catalog all of the books that I have in my Kindle so that I know what I'm, I'm dealing with as well. So again, that's just a tip on how I organize my success library and how I allow things to categorize, get categorized so that I can easily go and put my finger on them. Now, I am almost 100% automated, meaning that I have my Google Calendar um, and all of my Google features, my Google Docs, Google Slides, Google Sheets, all of those things are integrated on all of my smart devices. So whether I am on my desktop, my laptop, my iPhone, my iPad, uh, I am able to just chime right in and be able to utilize all the same resources on all of those devices. And so it has really streamlined and helped me to be extremely productive. And for those of you that are uh, Android devices, you can do the exact same thing with your Android devices. It does not matter. The most important thing here is that you have a system where you can tap into your success library and get that information as often as you can, okay? I think that is very, very important. We are shaking and moving here at Successful Woman Radio. Uh, we are doing so much um, to bring to you information that's going to help you build your business better. So with that said, we also are lining up more featured guests, uh, featured um, women who are, we are featuring who will be able to shed light on a lot of topics that many of you are interested in, uh, topics such as LinkedIn. You know, how do you begin to take advantage of LinkedIn? You know, how do you begin to bring yourself up to date with Facebook? So we're going to have someone who utilizes Facebook and gets results with Facebook to come on and talk to you about, right? And not just from a standpoint of the organic marketing, but we're talking about, you know, how ads how, how Facebook ads based on your industry can really help you. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how can you begin to build your tribe in a, in a manner to where you have followers so that you can start seeing results. That's going to be key as well. So I'm very, very excited about the rest of this year and especially about this month as we talk about Boss Up, taking your business to the next level. So I need all of you who are listening right now to do me a favor. I need you guys to go ahead and share the Successful Woman Radio Show dial-in number with at least one person today. Just flash over or bring up your text and text it to them and say, hey, girl, if you're not doing anything, jump on this show right quick. And here's the dial-in number for those of you that have pen in hand, 347-637-2589. Again, 347 347- Six three seven two five eight nine. Now that is our USA wide uh, dial-in number. And for those of you that are listening from other countries, you can um, provide that direct online link for people to listen from. That is blogtalkradio.com forward slash 
Successful Woman Radio, all together, spelled all together, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio. And then you'll be able to listen right from your broadcast, from our broadcast page live on there as well. So let's go ahead and get started, ladies, as we look at this month being a month all about bossing up and productivity. I'm ready to give you the five new questions of leadership. And as you know, these particular questions are questions that you can ask of yourself every day as often as you need to. Now, I need you to remember that just because they're the same questions and you hear them every Monday, remember not to be one of those individuals that have this tendency to say, well, she she reads that every Monday. Those are are just questions she says every Monday. Don't take these questions lightly. These five questions can literally change your business and the direction that it is going. It can actually help to catapult your business, 10x your business to the next level. Why? Because as you begin to answers all of these questions, some of those answers are going to require you to implement some things. It's going to require you to put some things into action for yourself, which is so very, very important. So I just want to remind all of you of this fact, and not to take it lightly, but I want you to listen intently, and I want you to hold yourself accountable in asking these questions of yourself as often as you need to, okay? Here's question number one. What's your functionality today, ladies? What is it? Are you going to be a procrastinator or an action taker? You see, I've learned a long time ago. It is my choice of how my business is going to turn out. It's my choice. If I say that I want to have a highly successful business, generating a multiple six-figure income leading into a seven-figure income, then that's what's going to happen for me. Why? Because I have declared and said it so. So that's going to require of me to be an action taker. I don't care how much of a procrastinator um, I am. If I make a decision, then I'm going to override those procrastinating habits. I'm going to override them with new abundant habits. I'm going to override them with habits of, of taking swift and immediate action on everything that I do. I'm going to override them with my belief. I'm going to override them with my love for my business and my concern and my care for my business. And I am going to be an action taker, right? That's what that means. And by the way, being an action taker means that you are going to take action to either do it yourself or you're going to delegate it to someone to get it done. So the key here is because so often as businesswomen, we always have this nurturing impulse to go and try to learn how to do something before we do it because I don't know. That, I think that's just a part of who we are as women, right? We want to make sure we get the job done. But when you are a CEO, sometimes you have to put on a different hat, and you have to delegate it out to somebody else who can get it done in a shorter period of time. So which one are you? And sometimes you have to be truthful about it, right? I've had uh, listeners to say to me, Trina, I I had to admit to myself that I uh, had a functionality of being a procrastinator, but I want so badly to be an action taker. So therefore, I'm declaring right now that my functionality is that of an action taker not a procrastinator. And when you do that, then all you have to do is, honey, make a pact with yourself. Make a pact with yourself from this day forward. You are no longer going to allow negative habits to rule the very things that you set purpose in your heart and in your conscious mind to do, but that you are going to override those negative habits by replacing them with things that will enhance and make things happen for you in your business. Here's number two. Are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? This is, this is one question that you've got to get real serious about, right? You don't want to set yourself up with your sales goals, be too high or too low, uh, or really cause yourself to feel extremely overwhelmed. But you always want to make yourself um, a little tight there with your goals. You want to set your goals high enough to where it challenges you, pushes you forward, right? 
So one of the things that I know is that it seems to be a very difficult thing for women in particular um, to set their sales goals sometimes. Or the, you'll just call out a number, just a fictitious number, um, because you really are not in touch with your business and, and what you should be doing, okay? But here's the thing. You want to always, whenever you have to set a goal, you want to base that goal on research, on education, or, or on the fact that you are in the know. And this doesn't take a long time, right? It's, this doesn't take a long time. What you want to do, if you don't know what your sales goals are or should be, then the, then the very first thing you should do is just look at your your current needs for what you need to take care of personally. That's the first thing you should do. So, you know, just jot down, hey, this is how much my bills are every month. This is how much money I need minimum. And then what I want you to do is I want you to increase that by 50%. So, for example, if you said on a monthly basis that you needed $2,500 to take care of your bills, right? And then you are going to increase that, that 2,500 times 50%. That's going to be, I'm sorry, I've got my calculator just seen out, and she's not working right for me today. 2,500 times 50%. Okay, that's $1,250 plus 2,500. That would equal 37.50. So that would be your goal. And so what I would recommend to you is that if if you aren't in touch with what you really need your sales goals to be, because maybe you're starting out or you've never did it, you just went from month to month just making some money or trying to make the money, then I suggest that you start right there. What are your minimum bills? And then you increase it by 50%, and that would give you some type of baseline sales goal to go on for the month. And then when you divide that by four, then you know that you need to make a minimum of $937.50 a week. Now, that's for some businesses. Some businesses don't work that way. You know, you may make no money for one week and then for three weeks make the rest, make money all three weeks. So it just depends on what industry you are in, right? But for the most part, what I'm trying to say here is that you need to set a sales goal and you need to always let the numbers guide you first, okay? That's very, very important. And so we'll be talking about that as we talk about bossing up. As a matter of fact, I believe that week two, let me see when is our financial uh, theme for boss up. Actually, on next week, we'll be talking about bossing up, setting your business and financial goals, right? So I'll be making sure that I pull some really good resources for you guys on next week as we talk about that. So again, it's so very, very important that you look at what your sales and profit goals this week or month are going to be because that's what you're going to use to then push yourself to say, okay, how many clients do I need? How am I going to market to them? Okay. Here's number three. What offers do you need to create to reach them? In order to reach your sales and your profit goals, what offers? So what offers am I talking about? That word offers. Well, I'm talking about what are your, what are your free offers that you're going to use to generate leads, that you're going to have somebody to opt into? And then I'm also talking about what are you going to upsell them to? Once they have opted into your free offer, what are you going to upsell them to, right? And so those things need to be in place. And then after that, how do you, how do you stay in front of that lead, that individual? That all pertains to number three. And then number four is, is your marketing strategy in place? Remember, marketing is a system of attracting others to what you have to offer. Let me repeat that to you. Marketing is a system, nothing less, nothing more. It's a system of how you're going to attract others to what you have to offer. So the only thing that marketing is supposed to do, it is supposed to generate attraction. It is supposed to attract, to cause people to look at or tune in or listen to, but that's exactly what marketing is supposed to do. It's not sales, right? 
Sales only occurs after you've gotten the person's attention and you've touched them in some way. Now you're ready to what we call present and close the sale. And that's very, very important. So there are four things I want you to pay attention to as you're developing a marketing strategy. Social media, okay, I want you to pay attention to that because social media has become a mainstream way to attract others to what you have to offer. Advertisement, okay, I don't believe that in this day and age that you can just use organic marketing, but I think you're going to have to use a blend of organic marketing with advertising. And then email sequences are very important. That, every, that has everything to do with, you know, creating a pipeline, creating a workflow. They all mean the same thing, meaning from the time someone actually connects with you until the desired result is achieved, what's supposed to happen in between there? How are you communicating with them? How many emails or texts um, or a combination of the two, how many are you doing to keep that person engaged and how are you adding value to that individual as well? And then the fourth way that should be in your marketing strategy um, is videos. Videos, videos, videos. This is so very important because the statistics are confirming time and time again that videos really give you anywhere between five to ten times more the results of um, individuals paying attention to who you are and what you do than any other method of marketing at this time. And so we need to be paying attention to all of those things. And so together, when we have social media, when we have advertisement, when we have email sequences, text sequences, when we have videos, when we have all of these things working on our behalf, we start seeing results. But sometimes we get a little bit overwhelmed, and especially if you've never had all of these things working for you at once, then you don't necessarily or quite know, how do I get them all working for me? I feel so overwhelmed. Well, don't worry. That's why I'm here for you. And I just encourage all of you is that if you have not developed a marketing plan or a marketing strategy, it is time for you to do just that. It's time for you to stop procrastinating Okay, so, you know, for example, for those of you in question number one, if you said that your functionality is an action taker and you don't have a marketing strategy, then this is an urgency to one of the things that you need to be putting in place for yourself. So with that said, if you remember, I often through Successful Woman Radio will offer the opportunity for anybody who has even had already their power talk with me to have an additional one to discuss specifically marketing strategy. Now, if you've already talked with me about marketing strategy and I've told you and shared with you and um, gave you those resources of what you need to do and you haven't done it, you know what? Don't order another power talk because what you need to do is you need some coaching. Okay, but if you have not had a power talk uh, with me to talk about marketing before this year, then you need to go ahead and schedule your power talk with me right away. And instead of waiting, I want you to do it now within the next hour or two. Okay, and to do that, you simply go to womenaboutbiz.net. And once you reach the page for that website, you are automatically going to look for free session just for you right on the main home page. Just scroll down a little bit and you will be able to see it. The header says free coaching session just for you. There's a picture of a beautiful woman. She's jumping in joy on a beautiful beach, sunny day. And you click that and you will be able to schedule your Power Talk coaching session with me. And as many of you who have had a session already know, this is something that I give from my heart. I know what it's like. Um, to want to talk to somebody who's been there before me, who is already experiencing um, a successful business, six-figure income, so I want to get there, but I don't know who it is that I can ask. Well, you don't have to figure that out anymore, honey. It is me. Your girl, Trina, 
has been there, done that. And I am one of those individuals that believe in sharing and not just giving you a free consult that's just full of fluff. I'm going to give you some real constructive ideas and ways to get your marketing strategy in place. I may even give you a marketing strategy outline and make some recommendations and some different things for you. So again, if you have not had a power talk that where we discussed your marketing this year, because this is a free coaching session, $125 value. So again, if you haven't had a power talk to discuss marketing at all with me this year, then what I want you to do is I want you to go ahead and I want you to schedule it right away today within the next two hours. Anybody that's ordering this outside of those two hours will not get the power talk, okay? And again, how you get it is you go to womenaboutbiz.net. Once you get on the webpage, just scroll down on that same homepage, click on free coaching session just for you. There's a link there that says schedule here to um, click here to schedule now. Just click the link, schedule your power talk now. So I should be seeing all of you um, do that. I had someone to call me. I guess, wow, they called me maybe about three or four months ago and said, hey, I, I want to schedule a power talk with you, and I wasn't able to schedule it. And um, she says the link wasn't working. She said, well, gosh, gee whiz, the link is working. But the link she had was actually a five-year-old link that was obsolete. So she was calling me for a power talk that she knew she could get five years ago, but she, five years later, she was just now scheduling it. So that just shows you sometimes as women, we have this tendency to think that we need to be perfect, that we need to have it all together. You know, that's just like hiring a cleaner to come and clean your home, but you clean up before the cleaner gets there, right? No. That's wrong. That's the wrong way to do things. You need to you know, call me, you know, let's get your let's get your marketing strategy going on. You need to schedule that power talk. It doesn't matter if you don't have anything to work with, you don't have anything written for a marketing strategy. That's okay. It's okay. My goal and my responsibility is not to judge you. My responsibility is to love you, motivate you, encourage you, and help you get on track to where you're supposed to be, right? And so, again, I'm not looking to help people who feel that they, they already know everything, so therefore they don't know me or want what I have. I'm looking for people who are saying, I don't know everything, and I am willing to listen to what you're saying because you've been there, done that. And that's you. Go ahead right now and schedule your Power Talk session with me. We've went through uh, four of the ways to start asking yourself questions as a leader. And here's number five. <clears throat> this is the most important question of all. On a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? Again, on a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? Ladies, you've got to remember your belief level is tied directly into your actions. So you have to be a, a queen of action if you want to have a high belief level on the scale, right? If you're taking action and you say, well, my belief level is a, it's, it's a seven or it's an eight or I take action most of the time, you know, and so therefore my belief level, well, then let me just tell you something. You should be seeing your goals accomplished, your to-do items march complete on your checklist. There is no such thing as saying you are a seven, eight, nine, or 10 on the belief scale and you don't have any goals accomplished or anything being done. Because the kind of action that I'm talking about is actions that help you to complete what you started out with, right? So that means that you should see some completion there. You should be celebrating um, and having some milestones. So that's very, very important. If your belief level is not headed towards the 7, 8, 9, or 10, and you've got to work on it because you get yourself to a certain point. Maybe you, maybe you can write a to-do list all day long, but it's just that you can't move through that to-do list quickly, then that becomes a problem in and of itself as well, right? And so let's, let's talk about the fact, ladies, that transparency with our own selves, being authentic with our own selves, to thine own self being truthful, 
is what success is all about. Because if we lie to ourselves, then guess what? We continue to have more of the same results. Um, And that's not what we want. We definitely want to move forward, okay? And so, again, I want to go ahead and I've read this before to you guys, but this was just so, just so amazing, this particular devotional, okay, from thought to action. And again, I'm reading to you from the book Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe, from thought to action. And I'll start off with the scripture from the Holy Bible, Matthew 17 and 20. He replied, I tell you the truth, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Have you guys ever seen a mustard seed? It is, it's a smidgen. It's so tiny. It's very, very tiny. And here God is saying, if we only have faith as small as that, we can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. A thought, the author said, is a silent word. So a word is an exposed thought. Everything in life starts in the thought form. It is a thought first. After it's said, it is no longer a thought. It becomes a word. The next step is an idea. An idea is the concept of the thought. It has moved into reality. Ideas are potential. The third level of operation is what I call imagination. Imagination changes an idea into a plan. If you have an idea, it can come and go. You have many ideas in a day, the author says, what to cook, what to wear, what to do. You may decide the night before what you are going to wear in the morning and then wake up with a different idea. He says ideas change. But if an idea develops into an imagination, it means the idea has become a plan. It is still not written or drawn, but it is in your head. Imagination is therefore a plan that is not documented. It is a visual display of your thoughts and ideas. Ephesians 3.20 challenges us to believe God is able and willing to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. He dares us to use our imaginations. If we want to be successful in life, take your ideas and turn them into imagination. Then take imagination and duplicate it physically. Put it down. Let it become a plan of action. Many people never get beyond the idea stage, and that's sad, the author says. They are usually followers. The people who get to the imagination stage often talk a lot about, you know, doing nothing. They are dreamers, but when a man or woman takes his imagination and puts it on paper, you are looking at a visionary who is becoming a missionary. Visionaries see great things in their minds. Many visionaries are in the graveyard today. They had visions, but their visions never made it to mission. When a visionary becomes a missionary, you have a man or a woman who is going to change the world. For those of you that have the book, I've read from page 119, From Thought to Action. And again, I just read from Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe, Devotions for Discovering Your God-Given Potential. And this is so very, very important here, right? So very, very key. And I hope that you guys add this book to your successful library. I want to go ahead. Uh, For those of you who are new to the show, I want to say hello, hello to all of you. Welcome so much. I'm Trina Newby. I'm your business success coach and founder of womenaboutbiz.net. That's B-I-Z as in zebra. And of course, Women About Biz has been around for more than 22 years now. It is our goal to help you to get to that next level of where you want to be. Successful Woman Radio is our flagship radio show, and our show is all about keeping you motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life 
generating the income that you desire right? And that's who we are. That's what we are all about. I encourage you that if you have not joined our free membership, um, then you need to because that's how you get access to read all of our wonderful articles, our how-to information, and stay in the know uh, within our family of business women that are all about making things happen, right? Definitely. So guys, make sure you stay plugged in. Make sure you stay connected. By the way, If any of you are listening and you have an expertise that you know uh, really goes well with our theme for this month or you have written a book or you want to share your own experiences in getting your business to the next level or maybe you've had some aha moments that you would like to share, we'd love to have you as a businesswoman be a featured guest on our show. To be a featured guest, simply just pop me an email uh, with the subject line, request to be a guest. And then just send it to tnewbie at successfulwomanradio.com. Or let me let me back up and give you another email. I apologize. tnewbie at womenaboutbiz.net. That would probably be the best. tnewbie at womenaboutbiz.net. Okay? And remember, women about biz is B-I-Z as in zebra. Okay? Remember the Z dot net. Okay, tnewbie at womenaboutbiz.net. And in the subject line, just put something like, you know, request to be a guest. And then I will, um, you know, appreciate if you let me know uh, your contact information, your idea of what you would like to discuss, type of business you have. If it's a new book you've got coming out, um, please let me know that. And then uh, I or my assistant will get a hold of you and we will make sure uh, that we set up a um, connection call so that you and I can discuss the topic. Okay, I look forward to it. And if you have someone else that you'd like to recommend, to us, just use the same email, tnewbie at womenaboutbiz.net, and let me know that you would like to be a featured guest on our show. It is about 1241. I want to go right now and talk about Boss Up. Give yourself a chance to succeed is what we're talking about today. Again, give yourself a chance to succeed is what we're going to talk about as our subtopic of our theme, Boss Up, Taking Your Business to the Next Level. Ladies, you know, the first thing that we have to do as CEOs of our business is that we always have to have clarity and we have to have consistency on where we're taking our business. Where, where are we wanting to go with our business? And one of the things that I noticed that has become a habit with many business women is that we seem to get the same results, which is zero, every single month, and we keep going on and on and on. I'm not, I'm not even sure why we are allowing that to happen every single month. But what I can share with you is my own story. I can share with you why it happened to me and what I had to end up doing to get myself out of that, okay? Because as we look look at bossing up, something has to change. Something has to happen to start pushing us into the next level. So I'm going to quickly share my story, and then I'm going to give you guys some ways to boss up and give, give yourself that, that chance that you need to succeed. So I was always someone that was very good at coming up with a lot of ideas about my business. I had a, ideas a mile a minute, and I was also very good at making money, monetizing my business. But why was I not making money? Because I was keeping everything to myself, meaning I was babying my business. I was too busy trying to learn everything. If it was a website, I would say I got to learn how to do a website. If it was I needed a logo or I needed a graphics or I needed something, I would always tell myself, okay, I I need something. Uh, I, I need to learn how to, to use uh, Canva or I need to learn how to use Publisher or Adobe Photoshop, you know. And so... I was taking actions, but I was taking the wrong kinds of actions, okay? Instead of me thinking that I needed to create a power team of people to help me or I needed to ask someone to help me, I was thinking I don't want um, to ask anyone to help me because I'm still formulating it in my mind. I'm still trying to figure out, oh, shoot, I'll just do it myself. That's kind of that's how I was thinking, right? And so as a result, because I was never letting any of that go, 
I just was overwhelming myself, and I kept piling up everything. And part of the reason was I, I wasn't sure who I was as the CEO of my own business. I wasn't I wasn't understanding what role I was supposed to be playing in my own company. As a result, this went on for years, not months or weeks, but this went on for years. I was making some money, right, because I was taking some kind of action. But boy, oh boy, should I have been at another level? Oh, you better believe it. I should have been experiencing a much higher level. And then the other thing is, is that I wasn't doing what I taught others to do. That is a gift that I have. I can really help other people. I can really show other women how to get to the next level. And, and But I was seeing other women get to the next level that I was helping, and they were passing me. What was going on there? Why was that happening to me? Aha. Yeah. I had to have an aha moment. I had to have a come to Jesus moment. I had to have a face the mirror trainer moment, right? And what I began to understand is that until you are willing, girl, to get out of your own way, you will continue to experience the same doggone thing over and over and over and over again. It's, it's, it's life lessons. Life is going to keep feeding you what you put into it. It's going to keep throwing it back at you until you finally have a freaking aha moment and realize, okay, honey, get your behind out of the way. Move over. Move over so some other people can help, so you can move on with this. And I have shared many times on the show before how I've had some businesswomen who come to me, and they are in tears because it's like, I've been trying to get this book out for five years. I can't get it out. I'm not even writing it. And it's like, okay, let me show you how this works. Let me help you create an outline, and once you create an outline, let me then show you to go. Let me show you how to go ahead and jot down what you want to say under each of the outlines, and then let's find you a virtual assistant who can then help you to research information for each of these areas and put it together. And if you still feel like you need help writing, let's then find you a ghostwriter to help carry that thought on out, right? I have had people who have been trying for five years with a book who now have, have told me this is ridiculous that I wrote my outline in 24 hours when it's taken me five years to even write anything. I'm not understanding why did that happen. It's because you got out of your own way and you reached out and you touched someone who's been there, done that, who could show you the way to make that happen at a much faster pace. So one of the things about bossing up that you need to understand, that bossing up isn't just an attitude, it's not just a mindset, but it's also about you moving your behind out of the way. It is about you putting on your big girl panties, and, and, and it is about admitting to yourself that you don't know everything that you know to be successful in your business, so therefore you're going to find the people that can help you, that can help you move to that next level. That's what it's about. It's giving yourself a chance to succeed. So when I realized that I was in my own way, it has been a journey. I mean, I would say that that was, let me see, I've been in business for 30 years. That was probably about 15 years ago. So I would say that it has been definitely a journey of me learning how to get out of the way. And I still to this very day sometimes want to jump up and baby my business and get in the way of my business growing. I have identified for myself that sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's when you're getting to that next level, it's fear. And so you start backing up and going back into old habits, into that comfort zone, because being outside of that comfort zone is where it makes you feel unsettled. But I have to always go back to one of my quotes that I created for myself and preparing my mind for greatness. I have this one quote that says, take off your shoes, put on your shoes of courage and step beyond your comfort zone. And I find that when I'm, I'm getting back into old habits, when old habits are holding me back, I find myself going to that particular quote, Trina, take off your shoes of fear, baby. Put on your shoes of courage and step beyond your comfort zone, for therein lies your success. 
That's where your success is. It's not in your comfort zone. It's outside of the comfort zone because you've got to stretch yourself to go places that you don't normally want to go. You want to stay, you know, trying to figure it out on your own, trying to do all of it yourself, and but you're just working yourself up into an overwhelmed mess. So you've got to get out of the way. So for those of you that might still be in your own way, Today, I would suggest, and not tomorrow, honey, today. I said today, right? So so follow coach's direction. Today, you need to get in your quiet place for at least 30 to 45 minutes. And, and I want you to jot down a list of, of things that you, you feel that you're getting in your way about. What are you getting in your way about? Is it an e-book or an e-report that you've been trying to get out? Um, what is it that you've been trying to get out and you can't? seem to get out of your own way about, right? Is it bookkeeping or, or is, it, um, is it creating your own website? What is it that you're trying to get in your way, get out of your way about that you're in your way of, okay? And this is very important for you to understand because until you are willing to get out of the way, you really are not going to see the type of business growth that you want. Because you need to be the CEO of your business. So let's talk about being the CEO of your business. What are some of the things that you should be experiencing as the CEO? What should you be doing? Well, first of all, you ladies know that I've always told you, you should first and foremost, when you are the business owner and you're planning on being the leader of your business, CEO of your business, the first thing you need to do to boss up is you need to create a position description for yourself as the CEO of your business. You need to have a written position description, okay? That is very, very important, okay? Because if you don't have a written position description, then who's boxing you? How are you to know what you're supposed to be doing, okay? If not, you're going to keep yourself in the labor position. And as you know, there are three important roles that should be played all the time within your business, laborer, manager, entrepreneur, visionary. That's that CEO role, that last role I called out, right? So as the CEO, here's what you should be experiencing. You should be waking up in the morning. You should be looking at your calendar. And then all of the activities you see on your calendar should be relevant to the goals that you want to see happen by Friday. Whatever you want to see happen by Friday, those goals should have tasks, which are the to-do items to support each of the goals that you want to see accomplished, right? And it's the task that you should have already, uh, in parentheses, have who that's delegated to. If you are keeping the task and doing it yourself, then you should already have a workflow or some type of to-do system already set up to help you stay on track with dates for each of the pieces of the to-do item, right? If you're delegating it, it requires you to write really good, uh, really good descriptions of the delegation process. This is how I would like for this to be carried out. And all of the information needs to be concise, and then you go over it with whomever you're delegating to. Okay, but in delegating you and for keeping it yourself, you have to set a deadline for that. There should always be a deadline, right? So I think it's very important for you to understand that everything begins with you being the CEO in your business, right? And if you are the CEO, it starts with that position description. Next, from there, you have to basically always, you know, Keep your mind on the goal at hand, the goal at hand, which is so very important. And then from there, you need to be having a week of follow-up with people who you've delegated to. You should be asking questions to make sure that your task or your projects are moving along and on course. The next thing that should be happening as well is that you should keep your eyes on the numbers. What are your sales goals for the month or the week? And your marketing, you know, is my marketing strategy in place? Because these are things you should be doing as the CEO. The next thing you should be doing is asking yourself as the ambassador of your business, right, who do I need to connect with? How do I begin to build up a, a list 
of individuals, of like-minded individuals who can become my tribe? How do I begin to do that? How do I begin to attract them to what I have to offer? Right? So you've got to build up your tribe. And so many times I've had people tell me, oh, well, I have a good following. I have almost 3,000 people that are my friends on Facebook, or I almost have 2,000 people on LinkedIn, or on my Instagram, I have over 5,000 followers. So I have my tribe. And so for those of you who are thinking that very thing, wrong, your following is not your tribe, okay? Your following is not your tribe. Honey, if you don't have name, phone number, and email, and know that all of these people have opted in freely because of a value you have added to their lives of something you have given them free and they've opted in and have shown an interest to you and your industry. You do not have anybody following you, okay? Followers on social media is a whole different ball game. And in order for those followers to actually become part of your tribe, then you have to sift out those followers by having a constructed and structured content plan where you are calling people to action, getting them to your headquarters online, which is your website, and signing up for that opt-in, that free offer, which then brings them into your family, your business family, right? Until then, you can't say that you have a tribe. But as the CEO, that's part of your responsibility. And then as the CEO, it's part of your responsibility to speak on behalf of your company, to do presentations, to get yourself invited as guests on podcasts and live shows, on put out press releases, to get um, to get invites to be on different shows, uh, find out you know how you can get written up in your local community paper. You know that is your responsibility as the ambassador. As the ambassador, it's your responsibility to look at doing videos, what I call video shorts. Every single day is possible, but you can work your way up to it by doing it twice a week, doing short videos and making sure that your YouTube channel has been properly set up. So very, very important. If not, then what happens is that you begin to be the laborer of your business, just servicing the client, but when there are no more clients, everything is just quiet. No money is coming in. Nothing is happening simply because you're not bossing up. You are not bossing up. So bossing up means taking your business to the next level by taking swift and immediate action. It means owning up to your responsibilities for your company, and it, makes, it means that you're not going to slow your company down by trying to learn everything, but that you are going to build a power team, that you're going to do the things you need to do to move your business along swiftly, quickly, so you can start seeing results. Now, with that said, I want to challenge you to mark your calendar for every Monday this month to listen in on Boss Up, which is our theme. So very important because today we just talked about giving yourself a a chance to, to succeed, giving yourself a chance. Um, next week on Monday, we'll talk about Boss Up, setting your business and financial goals. I'm going to break that down for you more. On week three, we're going to talk about creating your power team. Many of you who are long-time listeners, you should know that term. And then on week four, we're going to talk about delegate and follow through. We're going to go back and break down delegation just a little bit more for you so that you can understand it. Listen, we have six and a half months left, and you don't want to be left behind on success. You want to see some financial success in your business, and you want to make it happen. And so now more than ever, from this day forward, my sister, my friend, girlfriend, it is time for you to boss up. You've got to give yourself a chance to succeed. So with that said, it's time for you to get in your you know, get in your private space, in your quiet space today at some point, and I want you to list out what don't you give yourself a chance to do? How are you holding yourself back? Why are you not bossing up? Figure that out today, okay? And then make sure you schedule a power talk 
today so we can talk about your marketing strategy. Make sure you schedule that. And I'm just challenging all of you to do that, okay? It's so very, very important. Last but not least, I'm going to end today's call with what I said earlier. Ladies, my sister, time for you to take off your shoes of fear, put on your shoes of courage, and oh, my sister, step beyond your comfort zone, for therein lies your success. Be good this week. Be productive. Be abundant. Become a woman of worth. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.